Aloha! Welcome to the Haleo Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, inspires us to continue opening up to receive God's love. God is love, and the key to walking as sons of God is seeking His love with all our heart. We grow up by receiving His love with a broken spirit. Everything we do must be born out of this pure love. Can we continue a little bit on Sunday? You know, I heard some comments after the word. I just want to continue with that line of thought, okay? That was, 1 Corinthians 13 is kind of contrasting maturity and immaturity. And he was basically saying all these gifts, everything, tongues, prophecy, knowledge, and Everything is part of the immaturity. And everything is part of the partial that will be done away. Right? And then he's contrasting that what love is, because love is God and love is maturity. And then if you go over those, you know, love is patient, and then we go, yeah, but I'm not patient because I'm not yet mature. Does it make sense? Because I still didn't appropriate the fullness of what God is, what love is. When you are like, uh, let me see, provoked, you're not like God is. Does it make sense? So, and then at the end, this is where, you know, for we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will be done away. Are you guys following me? When I was a child, I used to speak as a child. I used to relate. My love was childish. It was incomplete. It was partial. It was immature. When I, I used to think as a child, reason as a child, be, when, you know, like relate as a child, react as a child. Does it make sense? When I became a man, mature, I did away with all of those other things. Right? For now we sing in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know fully, just as I also have been fully known. But now abide faith, love, these three, but the greatest is love. Pursue love. Right? Pursue love. And yet, desire, earnestly desire spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. You don't stop with the gifts. You continue to grow, but you reach another level. Does it make sense? So when I was thinking about this, you know, there's another verse that says, you know, in the New Testament, say, oh, we... We did this in your name, and we did that in your name. You know, like we cast out demons, we prophesied, and hey, what is that? That's nothing. I never knew you. Because that is still a level of immaturity. 
Does it make sense? So there's another verse in Corinthians that says his love controls us. So of course I went and found a word that says his love controls us. This is from uh, this week from John Robert Stevens, our father in the spirit, okay? Progressively, the door is being opened to something completely new for us. Okay? We are talking about this. There is something new opening up for us. Especially with, we, we feel like that, that something the last month, something is opening up for us, right? The Spirit is speaking so strongly that it is not the Moses ministry that God is bringing forth now, but it is the Joshua ministry which is leading the people into the promises of God. What is the promises of God? It is this relationship where we are going to mature. The Lord has given us a key which will open the door to the next step. That key is transference. Everything depends upon it. For us to enter into what God has, there must be a flow through the ministry directly from God to you. I bless that for us. There has to be a flow directly from God to you. Okay? And don't, don't give up on this. I bless us with that hunger. You know, that now we know in part, but we will know as we are fully known. There has to be a way in which you can be relieved of everything that's oppressive to you. Amen? Yes. But this is the key. It's transference. You receive something and you get rid of something. It has to be laid upon the Lord. This is the basis, of course, of Christ's work of redemption. God laid upon Christ the iniquity of us all, that he might lay upon all of us his righteousness. This transference is the basis of everything that we believe in. The perfect body ministry comes about when in perfect love, Lord, give us this. In perfect love, we edify one another and keep building each other up. We need to understand this positive aspect of transference and how we can enter into it. I'm, I'm blessed this for us. Without this new level of love, we are stuck. And I don't want to be stuck. I don't want anybody stuck. But this is what we need to do. Is we do not have enough from God for the level that he has thrust us into. Okay? We don't have enough for what we need to do from God, which is okay. So we have to find out exactly what we must have. I know it sounds trite, for we have heard it from the beginning, but here is the key. 1 Corinthians 16, 14. Let all that you do be done in love. 
Right? Do you agree with John? It sounds trite. But this is what we are supposed to do. Why? Because all that we do, we need to do in God. First Corinthians, you know, you can, you know, if I speak with tongues of men and of angels but do not have love, I have become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. That's why you, everything that you do, you have to do in God, be done in love. It's not easy for us to realize that everything has to be done in love. 1 Corinthians 14 reads, Pursue love, yet desire spiritual gifts, but especially you may, that you may prophesy. We are to pursue love. And then he goes on and reads 1 Corinthians 13 again. It's not so much, listen to this, what we do that is important, but it is what we become and the level of maturity which we reach. Does it make sense? It's not as much as what you do, but it, it is you maturing. It's you getting to this level of love. This love is the key for us right now. I remember in days past when I went through the same problem time and time again. As the Lord gave me greater revelation, I realized that I also needed greater love. A lot of times when you get into a new level, you go like, oh, I did something wrong. I did, you know, something is not working. No, all you need to do is you need to open up to receive more love because you're going to need more love. The battles get stronger. The resistance may get stronger. Your, the, the voices against you, the persecution against you may get stronger. So you need to always be drawing more of the Lord. Otherwise, it's like that, that candle. You run out. You run out of gas, and your gas is love. As the Lord gave me greater revelation, I realized that I also needed greater love. We have been concentrating on knowing the depth of revelation of the kingdom, right? Yeah, but that doesn't change anything if I don't reach to a greater level of love. Because, you know, Monday, despite what's happening all over the world, I still get up and go to work. And I have to be connected to that source of love. You know, even though God is working mighty things all around the world, saving people, appearing to people, healing people, I still need to get up and have a greater revelation of his love for me. We have been concentrated concentrating on knowing the death of revelation of the kingdom. But even with such knowledge, a man can still be nothing. The key to everything is love. There's no way that I can emphasize this strongly enough. Are you guys getting the point here? Everything. Oh, I need a revelation. I need to understand, you know, what's, 
God is doing in, in the earth right now. Yeah, that's very important. All the wars and the conspiracies. Dude, you can become an expert in all of that. <laughs> but if you're not aware of his love for you, that's nothing. It's just another noise, another voice, another gong going ping, ping, ping. That doesn't change anything. What causes us to sink back into a flow which is no longer pure? Hmm, you want to know? What causes us to sink back into a flow which is no longer pure? A little bit of criticism or a little bit of bitterness will do it. You see this wrong and that wrong, right? You start seeing what's wrong here, what's wrong there. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. You know, the band this or the word that, you know, or that cleaning schedule, right? <laughs> the kitchen line, you know, and then do the dishes. Does it make sense? You start picking on something small. You see this wrong and that wrong. I listen carefully to what everyone has to say. And let me tell you very bluntly, you can bring your arguments to me and I will listen to them. But even if you speak the greatest truth in pointing out everything that's wrong, even if you understand all mysteries and have all knowledge, but you have not love, I will judge your spirit and say that you are nothing. I have a spiritual basis for that. 1 Corinthians 13, 2. Isn't that awesome? I mean, we, we can have all the revelation, everything. We can know everything that's wrong with everybody. You know, you can walk in a room, say, oh, that person this, that person that, that person that. And you may be right. But then if you have not the love, then you're as nothing. Do not criticize. Do not murmur. Do not complain. Do not poison the stream of what's coming. Purify it and move into the next step by flowing in his holy love. We must love. And it must be divine love. All of what you are involved in becomes just the mechanics of another movement and will never rise any higher unless there is a creative force of love that motivates your desire for change. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I'm going to read this because this is what I am looking for. I'm looking for changes. But the change is not just because I'm, I want to move in a ministry and I want to have understanding and I have, want to have knowledge. The change will come because his love controls us. The love is the motivating force of the change. Okay, all of what you are involved in becomes just the mechanics of another movement and will never rise any higher unless there is a creative force of love that motivates your desire for change. Lord, give us that creative force of love that comes from you, 
that motivates the change. You must want something to happen because you want a brother to be blessed. You want him to make it. You want everything to be right. And your love goes out to him. You move not in criticism that poisons, but in real love. This is not a movement of doing miracles. This is a movement of becoming sons. I bless that for us. This is not a movement of doing miracles. This is a movement of becoming mature sons because they are going to be controlled by his love. This walk will require more, much more than administration ability or the gifts of the Spirit in operation. What is it going to take? Faith that works by love. If I have everything but do not have love, I am nothing. We want to come into divine sonship. How often we have read Romans 8.14, For as many as are led... By the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God, right? There has to be a certain key to being led by the Spirit of the Lord. And that key is the fact that you love Him. And His love is reaching through to you. This blessing you. You know, this is the answer for change. You want to change? You receive His love. Because you want to be the channel of that love to everyone around you. Paul writes, 2 Corinthians 5, 15, 14, For the love of Christ controls us. You ought to underline that statement and remember it the rest of your life. Being led by the Spirit of the Lord is not just getting the signals with some psychic awareness. Isn't that awesome? I love it. Being led by the Spirit of the Lord is not just getting the signals with some psychic awareness. It goes beyond that. There must be love in our hearts so great that we love the Lord and we follow the Lamb wherever He goes. I'm very aware of the need for greater love because this ministry is going to reach the whole world. The effectiveness and the quality of it will depend upon our love for the Lord and the way that love comes through to others. This is blessing you. It's blessing me to go over this again. You know, because I think that this is really, you know, I was thinking about that. Religion, in one sense, is always about taking somebody and trying to fix them and change them, right? And then you kind of become good enough to be part of something. <laughs> 
that later you realize you don't want to be part of. <laughs> but this is not. This is, this is, the thing here is that we need to touch the love of God and then you are going to feel so accepted and so loved that you're going to look for people everywhere that, that you know you need this. You don't, you don't need to be fixed. What you need to do is you need to be loved. And you need, you, that will motivate, the love will motivate the change. The change comes after the love. But religion puts everything backwards and put you need to change to deserve love. There's a story about a party to which the local pastor was invited. He was an old man. Including the crowd was an actor who was quite famous for his readings. The actor goaded the old preacher to quote the 23rd Psalm, but the preacher declined. Then the people encouraged the actor to do it, and he consented gladly. With the arrogance of, that is typical of actors, he recited the psalm. When he had finished, everyone clapped, for it was eloquent. The actor then asked the preacher again. The preacher was embarrassed, but he finally agreed. When he had finished, there was an awesome silence. No one clapped. The tears with tears in his eyes, the actor shook his hand and said, I know the 23rd Psalm, but you know the shepherd. There's a great difference. It will not be the way of, not, it will not be because the way we say things or the way we do them, but it will be because we know him and his love, because we walk with him, that people will be blessed. Acts 3, 1 to 10 relates the story about Peter and John going up to the temple and healing the lame man. Joyfully, the man leaped and embraced them. Then they went into the temple where thousands were converted that day. But when the people crowded in around Peter, he said, Why do you look upon us as though by our power or by our holiness we had made this man whole? When God does a work, two things will happen. First, the mechanics of a miracle are present. A prophecy, a healing, or some other manifestation of a miracle. But in itself, that's not enough. Because Satan will do signs and wonders. False prophets will arise and deceive many. To have a show of power is not quite enough. We must have the show of his holiness and his righteousness. That's the second factor. Christ has to come through. That's the difference between the true and the false today. The false will come with great power and demonstration. There will be power and demonstration in what we do, too. But there will also be a revelation of our Lord. There is going to be a flow of love through what we do. 
And it has to start with what we have become. If the love is not there, all the miracles in the world are meaningless. What must you do in order to move into the next step of manifested sons? Do you have any clues? Start seeking for God's love with all your hearts. I bless that for us. You know, it is sometimes it's scary to have too much understanding and revelation without this love. What must you do in order to move into the next step of manifested sons? Start seeking for God's love with all your hearts. We had enough love for the level we were on as children, but not for the level of sons. You must pursue love. Are you aware of the fact that you would not have had so many problems if you had had more love in your heart? Then God would not have had to put you in a corner. You know it. Perhaps you had a problem with criticism or bitterness. Repentance is necessary, but do not put too much emphasis upon the matter of guilt. Consider it a real opportunity to look at yourself in the mirror of God's word and realize that your thinking has been immature and that you have to grow up. When that happens, you realize that God wants you to walk with him as a son. He wants you to be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. He wants you to love one another with perfect love. This message may be just a little flame right now. But as the days pass... It is going to be like a raging furnace inside you. You will have prayer meetings in which you weep before God. You will hunger deeply for Him. Where it has been a labor to do something, you will now find yourself driven because you will live with a broken heart and a broken spirit before the Lord. Every day and all day long as you walk with God, He will be real to you. You will be a continual worshiper. The sense of duty and the pressure will be taken away. And there will be no more living with that awful sense of defeat. You will be like a flower that's in the sunshine, opening its petals. You're going to feel like that in your spirit, and everyone else will see it. When you bless your brother and your sister, believe to be a channel of love for them, and believe that they shall be a channel of love to you. Open your heart so that this will become very real. This is not any type of a doctrine. Even though it seems radical, it is the simplest truth conveyed in the scriptures. We have heard it from the beginning that we should love one another. 
only now it is very necessary for the love to be perfected in us. I bless this for us. You know, I, 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 I was joking about that Sunday. You know, it has to be simple for us. It cannot be too complicated. You know, and, and it's awesome because that's what Jesus Christ did. He changed everything. You know, it's like, you know what? There is no Jew or Greek, slave or free, man or woman. We're all the same here. Rich or poor, there's no difference. But what about, um, the, you know, when he was trying to use an example to, to confront the religious people, he used a Samaritan. <laughs> he would not even talk to a Samaritan because they were like a mixed breed of idolaters, of sinners. You know, when he sat down to talk to that Samaritan woman, he was like really shocking everybody. He was against every way of thinking. And when they tried to, you know, confront him, what is the greatest commandment? You know, everything is fulfilled in this one commandment. You love your brother, your neighbor as you love yourself. That's it. In all, in these two commandments, love your, the Lord your God and love your neighbor as you love yourself. In these two commandments, everything is done. All the law and the prophets, everything is fulfilled. And I bless that for us because, you know, remember during Passover when we talked about the leaven of the Pharisees? Now that's not a a mystery anymore. What was he trying to say? He was saying, do not judge. Do not criticize. Do not put anybody down. Because that's the leaven of the Pharisees. Don't become, you know, I'm giving you a, a new covenant. Don't mess it up. <laughs> Don't bring the old leaven of religion into this. You become the expression of my love to one another. I bless that for us. Lord, we need this. We know that the world needs more of your presence. We know that we don't have what we need to walk in this new level. And th this whole new level is you. God is love. And we need love to control us. That means we need God to control us and our love for him to change us. Because when we love him, we want to be pleasing to him. And then when we want to be pleasing to him, we know what displeases him. So we start changing that. But the motivation is love. I bless this for us. Lord, give us this. Give us, you know, bless. I was talking to somebody today on the phone and saying, we, we need to see something new happening, which is just the respect and honor among us. You know, it doesn't matter if we, we worship the same, we, if we pray the same, if we, we do things the same, even if we believe in, in different ways. 
You know, then I brought this up. You know, for we knowing part. We all knowing part. Who here knows everything? You know, ask everybody, anybody in the world, do you know everything? No, so you need somebody. Because <laughs> maybe that other person knows something that you don't. <laughs> and maybe you know something that they don't. So we need one another. But we need one another with this love. You know, to receive the Lord and to be the Lord one to another. We bless this. You guys want to stand up? Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.